now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway. So take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKRP turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newshawk Award last year. Uh, good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. <laughs> so far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area, and, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a, it, it's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, w? Gentlemen, what a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. The third. There's no parachutes yet. I can't tell just yet what they are, but... Oh, my God, they're talking! Oh, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my eyes! Why just went through the windshield of a parked car? This is terrible. The running around, pushing each other? Oh, my goodness! Oh, the humanity! People are running about. The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. I don't know how much longer the, the crowd is running for their lives. I think I'm going to step inside. I can't stay out here and watch this anymore. No, I can't go in there. Children are searching for their mothers, and oh, not since the Hindenburg tragedy has there been anything like this. I don't know how much longer I can hold my position here, Johnny. The crowd. Les, Les, are you there? Les isn't there. <clears throat> Thanks for that on-the-spot report, Les. You just tuned in. The Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkey. Film at 11. Love that show. Yeah, it was good. Did you ever watch good... that show? I loved it. Hell yeah. Of course, that was a classic. That's the classic from that show. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a shirt with that on it. WKRP or the I turkeys? Survived the, I, sur- I survived the turkey drop of WKRP. Nice. <laughs> well, well, we're here. Hello. Wednesday. Yeah, we're, we're here. Yes, uh, it's a Wednesday, right? Day before yes. Thanksgiving. Day Busiest before party Thanksgiving. day of the year. So I hear. <laughs> Not that I'll be doing any of it, but so I hear. I'm going out tonight. Where are you going? I don't know. Um Billy's Martini Bar in Minner. Okay. Never been there. Not me either. Some guys, uh, 
Some band is playing out there tonight, so okay. I'm going to see it with my say, wife and her sister. Are you going to drink martinis? I will not be drinking martinis, but they have a nice food menu from what I've heard, and I'm going to maybe have a beer tonight. Right. Well, look at you. Wow, you're just stretching out. Next thing you know, you'll be eating um, something that's not a rice cake. I'll be, uh, no, I'll be uh, partaking in the now legal marijuana. And yes. Partying my ass off. Couple more weeks. It's all going to be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So is it is it amazing that I'm actually here, considering that I, you know, from reports I read online, I must have died or got cancer or something yeah, on awesome. Monday. You guys feeling better? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was really... Like, I seriously, I was bothered by some of the calls that I got. I got calls actually from one, one person that actually said, Hey, Seth, uh, you know, I'm really sorry. Uh, you know, if you need to talk, let me know. I'm like, talk about what? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? I mean, like, Chris said he called and said he had some business to take care of out in Pittsburgh. And so the show is canceled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, it really was, it, it really is weird how people, any change in their world, it must be, COVID, cancer, death in the family. Everybody assumes it's anything but, hey, it's a it's a show on a Monday in the middle of the afternoon, and guess what? The job got in the way. <laughs> right. I mean, it wasn't really, I don't think it was that, you know. Thank you. No. I mean, it was the job got in the way. That was what it was. The job got in the way. I had to go sign some paperwork. That was it. I, uh. I bought a new mouse. Is it working or no? This is not it. This is the old mouse that I'm trying to <laughs> work, and it's not doing anything. So. Why don't you swap I, it? I, Why don't you swap the new one in? Well, I just bought it like before oh. the show. I realized, you know what? I didn't. I don't have a mouse now, so <laughs> it was like, nice. I went to Amazon. I got one for I think it's a Black Friday deal for eight dollars. I got a wireless mouse. All right, look at that. It's not much of a Black Friday deal, though. You can always get a mouse for about eight bucks. <laughs> well, it said Black Friday, so it drew my attention to it. And maybe right. smart <laughs> marketing on Amazon's part. Sure. Put a little Black Friday sticker next to <laughs> the wireless mouse. But it's pretty. It looks purple and has, like, curves in it and stuff. So like, yeah, I don't know what it, what it does. <laughs> nice. The last one lit up. That's the only reason why I bought that one, because it like, lit up with, like, colors and stuff. Because it looked all cool. I'm a sucker for marketing. I guess so. Jeez. Like, I don't look at, like, the product name or, like, ratings or anything that go along with it. If it looks cool, makes noise, or it has, like, uh, like colors that light up, I, I buy it. Right. Well, look at you. Look at you. You're you're going to the martini bar. You're just, you're Black Friday shopping. You're, you're like, you're, you're like one with society. Virgin Martini said, no, I'll take a virgin and, and a martini. What is a virgin martini? Isn't that water? Oh, yeah, water? I, I don't know what that is. I've never had a martini. I don't know what a martini is. Oh, martinis are good. What is it? They're foofy as hell. I don't even know what's in them, but I I could tell you stories about martinis. Oh, boy. I could. I remember one time when I was in Korea, we went to... There was a band that came to Korea, and back then the bands didn't always come to Korea. So if you got any band, it was exciting. And we got this one band, and we got to know them a little bit. And so we went to a couple of different bases. They were in in Korea for like a month, and they were playing all the different bases. So we got to know them a little bit, and we went to the we went to the different bases. 
Well, at one of the bases, they had martini night when this band was playing. Right. And we literally ordered, we, we, we just told them, we said, cover our table with martinis. And they literally covered our table with probably a hundred martinis. And everybody just sat, there's only like six of us. And we sat around this table, just drinking martinis until we drank the table dry. Ooh, that was a major, major hangover. Oh my God. Right. Uh, What's in a basic martini? Begin with a London dry style gin. From there, add a little dry vermouth. The ratio is negotiable, but common formulas, dry martini, typically fall in a range of four to eight parts gin to one part vermouth. A dash of orange bitters ties the room together, according to this. Mm. I don't know that I've ever had it with orange bitters, but... um... I don't know what the hell. I, I don't know what. Any I'm sure it's just it's a it's that's a fancy word for what a an orange peel shaving or something. Uh, when, when I was a uh, a drinker, mm-hmm. it was straight vodka, no rocks, no nothing, dude. It was straight shots of vodka. Are you just you were just a vodka guy? Yeah, and then well, I started out as a Jaeger guy. Okay. Then Jaeger was like way too expensive. So right. I pushed over to rum, and rum was just nasty because I don't like the taste. <laughs> And then I found there was a vodka that was like very uh, inexpensive and went down fairly smooth. Paramount? But, well, a step up from Paramount, but <laughs> <laughs> not that much of a step. It's not like a one giant leap for mankind. This is a small step right. about vodka, but it was you know strong enough. And yeah, it was just and an appetizer for me, like to start the night Yeah, would have been four shots. In a row. So four shots of the vodka in a row, followed by a tall boy butt ice. <laughs> nice. And that's the appetizer to get the night going. And then it was like onward from there. Oof. But it was it was like drinking gasoline is what it <laughs> Sure. Really bad, dude. Yeah. I've had my I've had my run ins with vodka. I was I it's it's actually in my my um little victories book. The year I was going through my divorce. I was drinking a fifth of vodka a day. I mean, I was just, it was my, my mailman. Like back then we used to have those, the little bins that you would have for your recycling that didn't have a lid on them. You know, the little orange bins. And my mail guy used to make fun of me. He'd see me outside when, you know, when he'd be coming and I'd go outside to get the mail and he would be, Oh, you had another party again. Must be enjoying that single life. Meanwhile, it was just my own empty bottles. That I had drank myself because there was like seven or eight of them in the in the bin every week. Oh, I drank a lot of vodka during that year. Holy smokes. Mine was called Korsky. Korsky? Yeah, and it was literally like, uh, no, when they reduced the price, it was $7.80 a liter. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was drinking was better than that, but it was it was cheap stuff, man, but it tasted yeah. good. Yeah. I was and drinking after the first three, do you really care? Yeah, that <laughs> is true. Like... I should have gone for that theory. I was drinking Bacardi mostly. <laughs> I was just drinking Bacardi and every once in a while I I would, you know, extend up a little bit and get some gray goose, but um yeah, I, I was mostly Bacardi guy. Man, I've gotten yeah. hammered on Paramount though. We're making fun of Paramount, and me and uh, Dog Dog Pound Details John back ten years ago or whatever. We would he would swing by some grocery store near his near where he was living, and he would pick up a gallon of I think he 
I'm going to say it and he's going to he's going to tell me I'm wrong. It's either orange paramount or cherry paramount, one of the two. And we would just sit out on his deck and just drink this gallon of paramount and just get hammered. Oh, that Korski man, I'll tell you what, for 780 liters, it was it was strong and it was <laughs> it, it did its job, man, because again, after a couple we were like, well, whatever. I don't care. Seven eighty dollars seven dollars eighty. Yeah, eight bucks, whatever. Who cares. It's like buying a case of bush beer. It's not King necessarily Cobra great, beer. but who cares? <laughs> Cobra beer is the worst shit ever, but it's cheap. Look, Bud Ice did the greatest thing ever. They started selling three packs of the tall boys. Yeah. And then they added like two extra ounces, like twenty five ounces in one of these tall boy cans. And they Literally, for three of them, which three of those, and they're pretty high. Yeah, they're the alcohol higher alcohol volume. content. Yeah. Um, with three of those, three of those, and a three pack was like four dollars and change. And so you're looking at a night of drinking there for ten dollars. <laughs> what I had. Yeah. See, I've never been that guy though. Like I, I've never. I and I, when I say never, I mean like never in my life. Not one time. Have I been the guy to buy a six pack or a, or a three pack or a forty or any of that? Anytime I've bought beer my entire life, even when I was dirt poor, minimum twelve pack, minimum. Never yeah. bought less than that. I always because I was always afraid of running out, and I always knew six pack. I could drink a six pack in an hour. Well, I knew the three pack that would get me through the night, along with the, the other stuff. With a seven dollar and eighty cent. <laughs> but you were so so you were a drinker that just drank to mellow. You were not like a drink to be trashed. No, I was drink to just because my feet hurt, ironically enough, and ended up losing it. But <laughs> nice. it would take the edge off of the, the, my feet being so bad and I would you know feel better. But in the long run I think it probably accelerated the process along with the nail in the bottom of my foot, but <laughs> sure. Uh, I was always drink to be hammered guy. Like Dude, uh, Billy, our friend Billy Morris, uh, he um, he hosted my birthday party um, back in 2012. So I was in the middle of my divorce anyway, so I was not of right mind anyway. <laughs> but he hosted my birthday party out at his club. And he he told the bartender to just, that, like before the night started, he said, this guy doesn't pay for any drinks. He can drink whatever he wants to drink. 42 drinks later, <laughs> I drank, it was, it was, we did the math and it ended up being 42 drinks. If you take, it was all like double screwdrivers and beer chasers and shots. Oh, I was annihilated. Dude, I was so drunk. I woke up the next morning at, um, at my friend AJ's house didn't know where I was, didn't know where my car was. I had had all my computer equipment with me because it was a broadcast. Didn't know where any of that stuff was. Didn't remember. Last thing I remember is the middle act of a three band bill. <laughs> last thing I remember is the middle band. I was just gone. And it was because I drank 42, 42 drinks at Billy's club. <laughs> That's awesome, though. My wife and I went to uh, New York City because I had a uh, audition on Sirius Radio with Howard. Okay. And so we were up there. Nice. <laughs> and so we were in New York, and we went to the original Coyote Ugly bar. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so we were, we just started drinking. We just 
by the end of the night, our tab was like three to $400. Sure. And so we were ripped. I mean, my wife ended up taking off a bra and leaving it at the bar because they, <laughs> they hang up the bras of women. Right, sure. And so her bra was hanging on the, you know, nailed to the wall there. And we got into this cab and we got in an argument about something. I don't, God knows, I don't remember what the hell it was now. But man, we were screaming at each other so bad in this cab that I've never seen a cab driver drive that fast. Like he wasn't trying to like make the bill higher on us. He was trying to get us out of there as quickly as humanly possible. Right. <laughs> he's got two drunk assholes in the back of his cab screaming at each other. We got back to the hotel and all I remember is um I threw her luggage out in the hallway and I was like, fuck this, blah, 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 blah. and threw her <laughs> shit out in the hallway. I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure that's the night our daughter was conceived. But <laughs> makeup w- was fantastic. But then yeah, it was like one hell of a night, but our tab was like was like four hundred dollars. I've had those, dude. I when when I again a lot of my drinking stories of late are divorce time. But when I was when I was trying to get through my divorce, and and to be clear on the divorce, not that I'm looking for sympathy or anything, but not only was I going through a divorce that I kind of didn't want, like completely didn't want, but also my dad got sick and died in the. Well, in the mix, in the middle of divorce, you know, that, that, you know, that first week, month, three months of divorce, I was in there and then my dad got sick and ultimately passed away. Same exact time frame. So not good. I was not in a good mental place anyway. That's kind of strange you say that because my mom died while I was going through a divorce and then getting remarried. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it's I mean, I mean you 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 get into weird places and I got into just alcohol overload. That was kind of my thing during that time was just drink it away. And, and I mean, when I I'm not even kidding when I say and I was drinking a, a gallon or a fifth of vodka a day every single dude. I was I wasn't sleeping story of my life but i wasn't sleeping because i was going to the hospital and staying overnight with my dad who was like fighting dementia so he would he was like in and out of clarity in the hospital you know so he'd be scared so i had to be there to you know hang with them then i'd get home in the morning like six seven o'clock in the morning i would do this this dumb yoga you know i'm doing the ddp yoga and at the same time I'm then I'm 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 eating healthy, which means I'm eating egg white omelets with uh, peppers in them, and drinking uh, a solo cup of vodka screwdriver because it has orange juice in it. You know, well, that's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and that was how I would start my I would start the day, and and then I would go through the day and might catch an hour or two nap in the middle. Then me being the the psychopath that I was, I still decided that even though I'm going through ugly divorce and my dad dying right in front of me, this is the perfect time to get out there on plenty of fish and start dating as well. Start trying to first. So I'm, I'm going every night to the stupid Applebee's down, down the road for first dates, you know, (laughs) drinking more, drinking at this place on two hours of sleep for some some new chick that I just know isn't going to work out. And then going straight from there, halfway crack crocked back to the hospital to do, to do the overnight again. Man. It was a bad, bad scenario, man. Ooh, a lot of drinking. 
Natalie wants to know uh, with tall boys. What about them? What? What? Six? Yeah, about. Six. Yeah, I think so. I think they probably. I I never was much into the tall boys to be a. To be honest, I, I don't know about you, but tall boys always made me drink faster because I didn't like to drink like half of it and then have half of it be warm. Yeah. So tall boys to me were kind of like an invitation to chug beers. They were just cheap. Yeah, they were cheap. But a lot of time, I know for me, a lot of times if I was drinking tall boys, I would be like shotgunning them, you know, screwdriver, you know. <laughs> and take a, take way more than a regular beer can worth you know and just be shotgunning those <laughs> so uh what are you doing for thanksgiving tomorrow um happy thanksgiving everybody yes happy thanksgiving i hope people have more exciting plans than me i'm just um i think it's just me and my mom hanging out tomorrow you know my kids are going off with their mom so i'm not going to see them and um I don't really have any plans. My mom, my mom's whole plan was, "Hey, let's let's have a little turkey and watch some football." There you like, go. All right, works for me. Your mom rocks, by the way. So that, yeah, she's awesome. fun. She's she's definitely fun. But yeah, we're we're just having a, a low key, not not doing a lot this year, man. Just kind of, you know, just kind of hanging hanging slow and loose, I guess. So, so what about wife, you? My wife. Uh... Usually we go down to her mom's for Thanksgiving because my family is like out of town. Right. My dad lives in South Carolina. I think he's actually going to Florida to be with his sister and okay. her family and stuff. So like my family's not up here. Right. And so we usually go to her mom's. And I'm, I'm going to say shit, but I hope their family's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, you know, they, they always have this habit of like cooking this turkey. Now, it's a nice sized turkey. It's fine. Whatever. It's not like they get a cheap turkey or anything. Sure. But they cook this thing. I, I swear to God, they have to cook it like eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. And it, then they, they rest it. And now I read the instruction on the turkey that I have, and it says rest it for like 20 minutes before you serve it. Mm-hmm. This thing's fucking resting for like four hours. So now you're <laughs> sitting in the living room and you're watching this turkey dying for the third time now on top of the, the table. <laughs> it died when it got its head chopped off. It died in the oven for four hours. And now dying on the table for another yeah. four hours. So now it's just, what, lukewarm and dry? Yeah. And so you're sitting there going, all right, seriously, what's, are we ever going to get up and actually eat this freaking turkey? Right. You're just staring at the turkey going, all right, if somebody doesn't cut me off a freaking piece of that turkey now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch somebody <laughs> in the throat. You have to give me some of the turkey. You're just sitting there. Right. So finally, you get to it, and everything's great. But then, you know, she has a smaller living room, and I'm a fat dude, and I always get stuck in the back of the thing, but stuck against the wall. So now, once I wedge my fat ass back there, I can't get out. Right. So now, it doesn't matter if I have to go to the bathroom. It doesn't matter if I'm done eating. Nothing. I'm just wedged in the back of this room, <laughs> with my back up against the wall, and my stomach up against the table. So there's nowhere for me to go. Right. And so. Then I'm just sitting there and I'm trapped in conversations and sometimes you just, okay, I don't want to have any more conversation. I just want to go watch the football game and I'm done eating. Let's go. Right. And so <laughs> it, it, it's it's nice seeing everybody and I enjoy her family. Her family's very nice, but I just don't like that kind of stuff. Sure. So we, and you're, and you're, then, you're a big, you're a big holiday guy anyway, right? Like you enjoy yeah. like 
all of the stuff with the holiday, the family and the food and the gifts and all the other crap that comes with the holidays, right? Yeah. I'm that guy. But so the other thing my wife says, what really bothers her is that after the, the meal and everything, she gets stuck doing dishes. Now, since I've been married to her for like 20 years, almost like right. 18, going on 19 years, and I don't think she's done dishes five times. <laughs> and like she literally the other day, I said, can you put the dishes in the dishwasher and start it up for me? And she didn't know where the packet of soap was in the in the kitchen to begin with. Didn't know how to put the soap into the dishwasher. Nice. Didn't know how to start the dishwasher. once. You, since we've lived here for almost a year now, she has yet to use the dishwasher. And so she didn't want to go down to her mom's because she didn't want to get any, do any of the dishes and all that. It was too much for her. She said she's no good at it. I said, well, I know that. But so we decided just to have dinner at home, uh, just the three of us tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. But that means I'm going to cooking. I'm going to be cooking everything. Right. And my wife, I love her. She went into Giant Eagle. I said, you need to get a turkey. So she goes to Giant Eagle and she gets a turkey. I, I, I look at this thing. It's like. 22 pounds, man. Okay. Now, there's only three of us. <laughs> Me, my what? wife, and my 16-year-old daughter, dude. A 22-pound turkey could feed, like, half the army. Yeah, but the leftovers is where it's at, man. I know. That's apparently what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> but So she bought this 22-pound turkey. and like, she, she bought it eat. yesterday? No, no. She bought it, like, last week. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if she bought it yesterday, you are screwed. Yeah, no. We're never <laughs> been ready for tomorrow. But... You know, I, I and I'll give her credit though. She got a good deal. I, I think the original price on this turkey was something like forty some dollars, and Giant Eagle had a sale. It was like fifteen dollars for this turkey. Okay, wow, Black Friday. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you know, I'll be stuck. I'm going to get up early and start getting that turkey together, and then I got to get you know the mashed potatoes all done and the stuffing and all that. So I'm going to be making this big huge giant feast tomorrow for the three of us but i will not be watching the macy's day parade well at least you have something to do instead right and cook yes you're not gonna watch it huh and i'm sad because that was usually my uh my go-to on on, on thanksgiving morning i would turn on the tv and i'd have the parade on in the background i can't do it one they screwed it for me the past few years because all of it's been singing and dancing anyways which i don't like right i just want to see the floats and the balloons and stuff but now that they've made it the non-binary transgender extravaganza, I'd rather I'd rather come up here and just watch a, the mouse that I don't have not work. Come on, dude, get yourself a pack, of, a six pack of Bud Light. Have, have drink some Bud Lights while you're while you're watching the parade, doing a little cooking. It'd be great. Now, what I'm going to do is, if I have to watch the parade, I'm going to wear one of my wife's dresses. I'm going to put on a bra for my wife, and I'm going to put on a dress, and I'm going to parade myself around the house in some heels, and I'll have the parade on so I fit in. There you go. You can make a you can make a Dylan Mulvaney cutout of out of your turkey. <laughs> yes, great. It would be fantastic. <laughs> so do you guys do all the mashed potatoes, the stuffing. Oh yeah, yeah. She's my mom. I talked to her yesterday, and she was already about. Well, you know, we're gonna get these deviled eggs, and this, and she's making like enough food for like ten. And I'm like, uh, it's me and you, you know. <laughs> I know I'm a fat guy, but uh, it's me and you. <laughs> How old is your poor mother? Seventy five. You're making a poor seventy five year old woman do all this stuff. When I ain't making her do it. anything. You could get in here and cook yourself for the two of you. I'm not making her do anything. She wanted to. I was gonna order from Billy. 
I wanted to order from Billy too. I was all set to order from Billy and she hit me up and said that she wanted to cook. He's a little bit out of my price range, you know. I'm still in radio for now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like uh a little bit out of my price range, but he, I would imagine his food's fantastic. It's it his Thanksgiving is unbelievably good. That's it's 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 not a negative that my mom's cooking, but at the same time, Billy's Billy's Thanksgiving is is the I will definitely do if they do the Christmas thing, which I'm not sure they are this year, but if they do the Christmas thing, I will do the Christmas thing. So at least you don't have to put up Christmas decorations after Thanksgiving. You've had them up since Halloween. That is, that is absolutely true. true. <laughs> and look how quickly time is gone. Yeah, I thought about that last night. Not all of these. You know, we put up a little tree inside the radio studio today at fourteen twenty. Yeah, and I was sitting there going, "Dude, realize my tree's been up for like a month, and it feels <laughs> it went by like that. Like it's been going by so quickly. Before you know it, it's gonna be freaking January, and I want to take the tree out. Yeah." Dude, speaking of the Macy's parade, do you think that I heard a rumor that they might not even have it tomorrow? Why? Because of that uh, terrorist attack at Niagara Falls today. Did you hear though? Like, I haven't heard the. I, I was watching some of the uh, coverage before I came up here. Yeah, I haven't seen nothing of it. I just saw a picture. Somebody texted me it, and then I, I went to Twitter, and of course that, that's just a sewer. So you know, <laughs> you know, I, I got everything from. From good, I'm glad it happened, to black lives do matter, see, you know, and burn pictures of burned bodies and stuff. I was like, oh, boy, they, uh, get off they, of this. They, they've changed the story like 18 times. I mean, last I heard, uh, one reporter said, well, now they're saying that it may not have been a terrorist attack. It may have been a couple of people just trying to avoid security, and they drove too fast and hit cement, and the car blew up. They have no idea what the hell happened. So Might have been firecrackers. And if it's a terrorist attack, those are the shittiest terrorists of all time. What are you trying <laughs> to blow up? The Rainbow Bridge? What the hell is that going to do? Well, it's because they're right wing. I mean, what, eight people? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's New York. It's almost wintertime. There's like eight people, if anybody was near there. And what are you going to do? What, what point are you making? You dumb. I mean, dude, if you're going to be a terrorist, at least be a good terrorist. Go somewhere where there's a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Macy's Day Parade. Maybe they were on their way. These guys were just dicks and didn't know what the hell they were doing. I got a feeling they were just drunks that just wrecked their car. It could be that, too. They don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. And if and the truth is, we'll never know what happened either because... They're dead. Now that, well, now that the spin is on, forget it. You know, the media is going to spin it somehow that it's somehow Trump's fault. And, um... You know, you know, I mean, that's that's automatically what it's going to be. It's those goddamn manga people again. Ah, ah! They blew up the Rainbow Bridge. Get it? Rainbow. <laughs> I, I hate to tell people Hamas doesn't like gay people. So if anybody's going to blow up the Rainbow Bridge, it would be Hamas, not yeah. Donald Trump. You would think. Yeah, they're too busy comparing Donald Trump to Hitler. Hate to tell people, Hitler did kill a whole bunch of Jewish people. Hello, Donald Trump is in support of the Jewish people. Sure, whatever, dude. Speaking of speaking of current events and terrorism, what do you think about all this J six stuff that's coming out this week? All the all the the video of these guys saying, "Yeah, we're just going to pose as Antifa." And, and start shit in the crowd and stuff. The feds, cops, yeah. the feds, are the feds in the crowd starting stuff. And hey, yeah, well, you 
it doesn't matter how many videos you show the people on the left, they're not going to believe it. I, I know people that, that I talk to all the time that if you show them clear evidence saying, look, these are federal cops that are out there causing this problem and antagonizing the crowd. No, no, no. That's a lie. Well, there's an awful lot of video of the people walking around with cops everywhere and the cops not doing anything. Not doing anything. And they're literally just walking through. They're yeah. not like stabbing cops. They're not shooting people in the face. They're not breaking windows. A couple of them did. Yeah. The cops are like, Olay. <laughs> you know what you should be charged with if you broke a window? I don't know, breaking a window. Yeah. And then breaking Struck. and entering, which is like a misdemeanor in most states. You're yeah. not going to do time at all. They got people in there for 11 years. I know. Look, and I'm not, a, I'm personally not opposed to people if they did do. Something at the Capitol. I'm not opposed to them doing time, but they should be doing the same or less time than the people did the summer before when they were burning down the cities. Burning down uh, police buildings, burning down cars, shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I mean it, Harrison celebrities bailing those people out of jail. Yeah. It, it's sickening. It's it really is. Sick. And I'm not I'm not that guy. That is like J6 support guy or it's it's a scam or any. I don't know. I don't honestly care. What I do think, though, is that the bigger the bigger crime is that we don't have equal laws anymore. And that is freaking frightening to me. Um, you know, that we just don't have equal laws. People should go to WHKRadio.com. Check out today's podcast with Bob Franco. Show. This or go to the had... Seth Williams show and check it out. It's on there. there. You go. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got the we got Bob's show on. on if, just scroll down. The whole every episode of Bob's show is there. Oh shit! Didn't know that. <laughs> Should know that, right? Um, today, well, it's only been there three months. I yeah, guess. you know, I was on the site <laughs> three months ago. Yeah, um, you got to scroll down. <laughs> uh, this morning, I interviewed somebody about January sixth. But then, my favorite interview of the day today, yeah, was we had Marjorie Taylor Greene on. Okay. And she is just, she's got a new book out called MTG, and she is absolutely just fucking fantastic to listen to. Now, a lot of people may think she's a nut job, and maybe she is, but she is, she is the female version of Donald Trump, which okay. I love. And, you know, she talks, she was one of the first people in defense of these January 6th people saying, what the hell are you doing putting these people away for 10 years? Some of these people are in solitary confinement. Right. The only person to get shot was a Trump supporter. A woman, yeah. an unarmed woman, was shot by Capitol Police. Nobody else died. Uh, I just got a text from M. Chiselka. It was justified. Oh, sorry. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Sounds like uh, sounds like something I would do. I don't cook for just one or two. Okay. <laughs> I hope Charlie Brown has transitioned in time for the parade. That's a good point. <laughs> Might be Charlene Brown now. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be great. Now that would be a step in the right direction for me. They could make that zigzag line on his shirt and now a rainbow. Yeah, rainbow I mean, colored cool. zigzag. And I know what they're gonna do. It's probably coming. It's probably coming soon. Uh, <laughs> that would be coming. That would be kind of interesting. I maybe I will turn on the parade. 
Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I will turn on a parade because I want to see the shit show that it's going to be. Well, have a. If I turn it on, it'll be the first time in 55 years I've turned it on. So. You never watched the parade? Never. I cannot see you being a parade guy now that I think about it. No. You don't dude. Look like a parade guy. You don't seem like a parade guy. Dude, when I was a kid, a little kid, my we used to go to Rhode Island for the summers and we it, the 4th of July parade there in Boston is a huge deal as you can imagine and um and my grandparents used to take me to the 4th of July parade every year and every year I would get in trouble because I wouldn't watch any of it I'd be I'd convince my grandfather to buy me like a little plastic sword or something and then I would just be hitting people with the sword or whatever. You know, I'd be doing anything but watching the parade. I just, it's just not my deal, man. Floats and all that stuff, never been interesting to me. See, I think we've talked about this before. Somewhere along the line, it could have been during my drug years. I think my brain just stopped at a certain age. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally, like I have not progressed like I should have to be an adult. And so, like, my brain is, my wife always says, you know, she's got two kids at home. But, and it seems that way. Because I, like, literally, my brain is is stuck somewhere way back when. And I, I Sure. I mean, I'm not Carmen Angelo. I know that I graduated high school. And so that's the difference. I, I There are some things that I recognize that I have grown up from. Right. But I like parades. Like, I think I like parades because I liked, as a kid, I lived in Miami. So I was close to, kind of close to Disney, just a few hours away. Sure. And so we go to Disney quite often, and and I always loved the parade at Disney. Okay, and I think I like living the good memories of, I guess, my childhood and my life. Sure, and those are the kind of things that I'm stuck on, as opposed to facing the reality of the shit show that is the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I think my brain just chooses to acknowledge only certain aspects. And well, it could be I'm sure some sort of mental disorder that it's called i don't really care hey it's it's it might be better it might not be a disorder it might be it might be total order because you're not dealing with this shit right i like going through life and and trying to be as happy as i could possibly be yeah and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing no why would it be if you're enjoying your life who cares who cares what anybody thinks my wife is texting me she knows that i'm in the middle of doing the show right yeah of course but she wants to know how many stuffing and potatoes. How many? Tell her four stuffings. See what she says to that. Just say four stuffings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't know. I just for me, I I I I think I was always maybe grown past it before. Because I don't ever remember enjoying any of that kind of crap. Like, all the crap that kids like, like, my parents always tried to get me into it. Like, for forever, I loved sports. I was always, you know, get me to a football game, get me to a baseball game, I was good. But when we would try to do other stuff that kids were into, so-and-so on ice or a circus or something, I hated it. From and I'm talking like six years old, six seven years old. The zoo, you know, I I don't think I've ever enjoyed going to a zoo. It just seems stupid to me walking around looking at a bunch of smelly animals. It just never a zoo never worked for me. The circus never worked for me. Clowns never worked for me. Magicians never worked for me. Um, 
See, we were just talking about this the other day too, because you know we're talking about my daughter said you never take me to plays and stuff to Playoff Square. Blah, 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 blah. I said no, no, no. We did take you to Playoff Square. We took you to see Sesame Street live, and you loved Elmo and all that kind of stuff. But then I started thinking about the things we did take her to as a child. Sure, we're going to see Disney on Ice a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see the circus, Ringling Brothers, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and. I knew that she was too young that she's never going to remember that. She was like two, three years old. Right. No, three-year-old going to remember about any of that stuff. But then I think back to the days that we took her, and it was me. I was the <laughs> one who bought the $20 light thing that spun around and was all cool. I'm the one that was wearing like a Little Mermaid stone uh, foam, styrofoam hat in the crowd <laughs> while eating the cotton candy. That was my dumb ass, and I, I had a three-year-old with me, I guess, is my... Sure. My beard to say, yeah, I'm taking my kid to see the circus and everything. When I think, in all actuality, it was me that wanted to go to see the circus and everything. Yeah, it could have been. It definitely could have been. I mean, dude, it, it happens, man. I mean, if, if you're into it, you're into it. And that's why I'm like, you know, get me to a baseball game, I'm all in. I'll stay. If you take me to a baseball game, I will stay if the game goes 31 innings. I will stay for all 31 innings. I, I'm I'm into it, but concerts i used to take my kids even when they were little to shit that i didn't want to go see i'd take you know i took my kids to go see in sync and the backstreet boys and hansen and you know that kind of stuff and you know other than the hansen kids i really wasn't into any of the music but um i was fine with it because that was my world you know but to go to the circus that you might as well have taken me to a dentist and made me sit through a 32 tooth root canal. In fact, we just had the circus in town not that long ago. Ringling Brothers was back in town. I think they started back up again, whatever, but I don't think they do the elephants and all that stuff because of animal Because people whining about the elephants. People are dicks and they ruin fun. But I got tickets through the radio station. So I came home and I said, hey, I told my wife and my daughter, I was like, all right, we got tickets to go see the circus on Friday night. And yeah. my wife looks at me and goes, I don't want to go to the circus. Yeah. <laughs> my, even my daughter goes, why are we going to the circus? Yeah. And I, I looked at both of them, and I, and I did. I called them, all right, you guys are assholes. I was like, I'm excited about going to the circus, and nobody else wants to go. I was like, fine, forget you guys. And I got all mad about it because, all right. I think after the holidays here, or maybe between Christmas, we need to get a psychiatrist or psychologist on, psychologist on the show. Okay. To diagnose me and what my mental disorders are, because I don't eat vegetables like a child. I, I don't. I like going to the circus, and if Disney on Ice came tomorrow, I would do it. Now I'm a little bit grown up in a sense that I would look at the chicks dancing around and go, "Yeah, she's really hot, and I could, I would like to nail her." But other than that, I would enjoy the actual. Circuit or ice part of it. So you enjoy the Ringling Brothers Circus or the old circus that used to be in the flats? <laughs> yes, I am all of the above. Yeah, either circus, okay. <laughs> so I, I got it. Maybe we should have somebody on that can diagnose what my problems are. Yeah, why not? Fun suckers. That's what they are. I mean, I, look, I understand you. You have this image and stuff, so you can't really say that you like the circus, even if you did. Oh, I would. Wait a minute. Now, I, I I always tell the truth about the stuff that I do. I, it just doesn't. It's never entertained me. Even as a kid, you didn't like Never. That? No. Yeah. No. Did you I go did. to Disney as a child? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, like it? 
I, it was okay, but to be honest, I would have rather gone to Jogga Lake. It was less crowded, and I knew some people there. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I, I I'll, I'll put it this way: I didn't go to, I didn't get the rush when I went to Disney from seeing some dick in a Mickey Mouse costume or a Goofy costume. See, this is again where what's weird about me. If you ask me, what'd you have for dinner last Thursday night? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. No idea what the hell I had for dinner last night. Or last right. Time. But I remember being in fifth grade. My mom picked me up with my best friend from school and drove us to Disney for winter break. I remember okay. what hotel we stayed at. We stayed at the Contemporary, which is one of the parks inside the Disney Resort area. Mm-hmm. Monorail actually ran through it, and they had a game room at the bottom. And I used, we went to the game room, and my, I got pissed at my friend because he got sick on uh, chili dogs, and he didn't want to go play in the game room. I got pissed at him and I was a dick back then too. But I remember even going into the movie theater that they had. I remember what movie I saw at the in the game room at Disney. I remember everything about that trip, but I couldn't tell you what I had for dinner a week ago. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you how I am, dude. You're gonna laugh. So one of the last the only vacation me and my ex wife ever took was we took a cruise out of Orlando. So we stayed and then we stayed an extra five days down there in Kissimmee. And um, didn't even, I wouldn't even entertain going to Disney. And we're what, three minutes away. We, we, our hotel was, was literally the first hotel outside of the block of hotels that are right there next to Disney. And, and I'm telling you, we went to, we went and did a bunch of stuff. We went to NASA and, you know, did that whole, whole day at NASA and, Went to a bunch of really good restaurants like, you know, Charlie's Steakhouse and stuff down there, which are fantastic. No interest at all in going to Disney. None. See, me, instead of going to Charlie's Steakhouse, I'd rather go to a Disney-themed restaurant Mm-mm. where I could wear Mickey ears and eat hamburgers. <laughs> I'd much rather do that than go to the steakhouse. Like, yeah. my sister-in-law just got back from, like, my dream vacation. Right. She drove down to Florida, went to a couple places on the way, stopped in Savannah, whatever, Georgia, but then went to like to Florida. Okay. She went to SeaWorld, which again, I loved SeaWorld here as a kid. My mom would take me to SeaWorld. We had season passes to SeaWorld when SeaWorld was still across from John Aurora. Yeah. And so we would literally she picked me up from after school and we'd go to eat dinner there, see a couple of shows and come home. We went all the time. So my Sister-in-law went to SeaWorld, then she went to Disney. And that's like my ultimate dream vacation. If I can go to SeaWorld and Disney, I could die a happy man. See, I think for me, I just don't like animals. Just in general, because SeaWorld to me was death as a kid. I hated going to Sea. I hated SeaWorld. Why? Because once you've seen it, you've seen it. All right. Uh, all right. The, the whale jumped up and spit water. Great. Oh, look, there's some dolphins. Cool. There's some penguins. Whoopee. It just never did nothing for me. And and anything with live animals, I don't dig. Don't dig the circus. Didn't dig SeaWorld. Don't like the zoo. You know, yeah. I, I don't like any of that stuff. Ugh. Now to go to Disney, you need to take a second mortgage on your home. Yeah, that's true, man. It's that way expensive. True. Yeah. And like... 
But again, showing what kind of person I am, they have all these different parks now they didn't have when I was a kid. They have Universal Studios, and Epcot, and all that. And so they have all these like parks, like with big rides, and big roller coasters, and stuff like that. But I'd rather go to Magic Kingdom and still see the guys dressed up in a stupid Mickey Mouse costume. <laughs> I'd be standing in line like a jackass for an hour waiting for my picture with Mickey and Minnie because I'm just a douche like that as opposed to going to Universal and going on cool rides. I'd rather go stand in line and get my picture with, with Pluto. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just not my deal. I love SeaWorld. See? Well, look. Some people do. Look, believe me. You know, dude, the SeaWorld is even weird to me because I'll be honest. And and this is how lame I am. I'm telling you flat out, I hated going to SeaWorld. Always did. Always will. We'll never go to another sea park again or an aquarium or any of that other crap. All of it is crap to me. That being said, my favorite types of movies, shark movies. <laughs> I will watch shark movies all day long. Real ones, fake ones, whatever. And YouTube shorts and, and TikTok, anything with an orca, I'm watching it. Anything, See, I, I will watch it. All right, you, you like shark movies? I, I'm, it's that time of year, so I'm a Christmas movie guy. Okay. Um, you have Prime, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to watch Santa Jaws. I have that on my register to watch, dude. Yeah. I love the bad movies, and yeah, especially right. the bad. If you shark. love bad movies and you like shark movies, you're gonna love Santa Jaws. Have you watched Six Headed Shark? I have not, but which of course is the sequel to. Five-headed shark. <laughs> Santa Jaws, though, man. I'm like, I got through the first five minutes. I was like, all right, I got to watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> I skimmed so it. I skimmed it and just saw the shark coming up on him with the with the shark hat on his fin, and he's wrapped in lights. <laughs> <laughs> when the Santa hat is on the shark, man, you got yeah, it's badass. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta Dude, since we're talking bad movies, real quick. I'm going to give you my bad movie pick of the week, which I could do that every week because I always watch these bad movies. Um, there's one on there. I think it's on Prime, too, called Lamageddon. It's <laughs> phenomenally bad, and I couldn't stop watching. I was watching. It's like 3 in the morning, and I instead of going to sleep, I'm watching Lamageddon. It was, here was the premise. The premise was these scientists shot these llamas into space and something happened to their ships. But as they went through space, they got infected with some kind of killer disease or something. And they landed on a farm and just started killing people with their <laughs> laser eyes and their, their llama stuff. It was so stupid. It was so stupid, but I, I'm telling you, I was rolling watching it. It was so funny. But Santa Jaws, I turned off dumbest thing I ever saw. It was dumb, but that's what I'm saying. But it was dumb. It's good. Well, dude, shark movies are all dumb. I, honestly, Jaws is dumb. Like I'll, I'll give you just a quick part of that Santa Jaws. Yeah. So this kid is like grounded for doing something like at school, right? Mm-hmm. And he sneaks out to go fishing with his grandpa. Okay. And he's given like a magic pen. And so when he draws like this Santa Jaws, it comes to life, whatever, and it's in, in the water. And so this Santa Jaws thing eats the grandfather. And he goes and tells his parents, something happened to grandpa, something happened to grandpa. And they don't believe him. He's like, okay, look for grandpa. He's not here anymore. No, 
you're grounded again. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing. You got to watch it. It's I'm really... going to pull up the, I'm pulling the trailer right now. Share screen. <laughs> Santa Jaws. Uh, let's see. I can't believe you would do this on Christmas Eve. You're grounded. What? Tomorrow is the Christmas Eve comic book party. Well, you should have thought of that before. You're better off with that all. Isn't that right, Santa Jaws? <laughs> Go, just go! All right, that, that looks a, that looks wonderful. It's a must see for your holiday uh, season. Well, dude, it's it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Have you ever watched Thanksgiving? I no, but they are releasing a new Thanksgiving horror movie, I guess, tomorrow. Oh, forget that one. That's 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 trying too hard to be like relevant. Thanksgiving is is another one of the ultimate um of the of the ultimate bad movies. What was, the gross can... on, what was the gross on Santa Jaws? About 30 bucks. Yeah, if you own Prime, that's like what you're getting. Yeah. Why can't I get this trailer to load? Oh, here we go. Sign in. Oh, I got to sign in to confirm my age. That's how much Santa... Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, why is this not logging in? But apparently this is too graphic. All right, here we go. This, I don't know where Thanksgiving is showing, but... um. This is one of my all-time favorite movies, man. And the guy that made it is from here. He's from Canton. So this is Thanks Killing. Check this one out. Since it's Thanksgiving and all that, we should go around and say what we're thankful for. I'm thankful that your mom has the juiciest poon in town. <laughs> Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. Here comes Seth. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. Not just any beak. <laughs> a turkey beak. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing. Oh, wait. I lied. <laughs> you just got soft! 
Johnny. Thanks, killing. <laughs> All right, so I decided I'm not going out tonight. I'm going to sit at home and watch that. Thanks, killing is great. And there's a Thanks, killing too. Let me tell you about Thanks, killing too. Okay, I'm, I'm and, looking at work and I watch Thanks, killing. And Thanks, killing too. The 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 evil um, turkey decides to go undercover, so he kills a guy. Rips his face off, puts his face over his own face, and the people don't recognize the fact that this, you know, foot and a half tall turkey is not really their friend. <laughs> it's so freaking stupid. All right, it says you can watch it on Tubi. Tubi All right. TV, YouTube, Amazon Prime Video. There you go. Voodoo. If it's on Tubi, that means it's free. That's good. Yeah. All right. I know what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Dude, thanks killing is you'll you'll laugh your ass off. It is so funny. It's 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 a great the dude with the glasses up there, I can't remember his name to save my life, but he's the guy that's from here. I actually have pictures of me and him hanging out at Rock on the Range. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's from here. He's he's a local guy. We could get him on the show if you ever wanted to. Yeah. Talk about thanks killing. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to get him on. What is his name? That would be hysterical. That would be fun. Thanks, killing director. Oh, no, not him. Um, bu- 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 I forget his name. Ryan. Ryan Francis. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. All right, I can make that happen. All right, uh, we haven't taken a break, and I want to play uh, Dog Pound Details. we got Tony Masashi coming up. i got to end the show a little bit early tonight because I'm going out. So Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk about uh, Browns for a few minutes before Tony Masashio joins us. All right. And let's get the uh, good old dog pound details in after we take a uh, rather quick break. All right, cool. Hang on. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com. At Wolf Creek Media, we're family-owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, call us at 330-353-9695 or visit us at WCTEES.com. That's WCTEES.com, a proud sponsor of The Seth Williams Show. What's up, guys? John Drake here with the Dog Pound details right here live on The Seth Williams Show. Well, the Browns, 
They are seven and three. And it's crazy to say this out loud, but they are one half game out of the top seed in the AFC. Not just the AFC North, but they are a half game out of the top seed, the number one overall seed in the entire AFC. And with all the injuries that we've been going through, losing Deshaun Watson, losing Nick Chubb, Jack Conklin, Jed Wills, you name it. Rodney McLeod is down. All the all these different guys in and out of the lineup. To have that record and and you know to be able to say that is absolutely incredible. Uh, this last weekend against the Steelers, look, second half offensively was not pretty. I don't I don't think we expected a huge explosion from Dorian Thompson Robinson, but something a little better in the second half would have been nice, but it doesn't matter. The defense showed up. They did not turn the ball over. Only one turnover for DTR, which was great. And the Browns emerged victorious over the hated Pittsburgh Steelers, 13 to 10. And uh, they officially uh, put to rest Seth's season prediction that the Browns would only win six games. And they've now won seven on Facebook. Seth has gone on record as saying that they're going to lose out. So apparently the Browns are going to go, uh, let's see, seven and 10. So we're going to lose seven games in a row now, according to Seth. Uh, this is not last year's Tennessee Titans, Seth. So I hate to tell you, I think you might be a little bit wrong there. And it starts this week against the Denver Broncos. A few weeks ago, this game seemed like one of those cupcake games. You know, they played Miami. They got, what was it, 600 plus yards of offense and 70 points dropped on them. It was like a college game. Um but they are all of a sudden, they're kind of rolling. They've got four wins in a row. In the last four games, they are only giving up an average of 17 points a game. That's the lowest in the NFL. Their turnover margin is best in the NFL across those four games. Uh, they are plus 11. So they are playing some excellent defense. Uh, they're, you know, they're very difficult to move the ball on. So that's going to be a test for DTR and uh, this uh, quote unquote revamped Browns offense with him at the helm. Uh, the one thing obviously we've got going for us is defense. And uh, the other thing we have going for us is that Russell Wilson, even though here's some crazy stats, uh, he leads the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks and is, I believe, top three in touchdown passes in the NFL. He has not crossed the 200 yard mark in passing yards. Uh, let me think. It's it's one time in the last six games. So he he just is not throwing the ball for a lot of yardage. Uh, the running game is OK. So offensively, this is a challenge team. So I think that is where the Browns offense, uh, the, the Browns advantage, excuse me, uh, their, their advantage lies is in the fact, again, it lies with the defense. And as long as the Browns defense can do what they do, then I think the Browns are in business. I, again, the Dorian Thompson Robinson thing for me really worries me a little bit because I didn't like the play calling for a lot of the game last week. Uh, they took no shots downfield. All the throws were to the sidelines. They didn't even throw over the middle. Uh, so in the second half, that's why it sucked because Pittsburgh knew and they stacked the box and they neutralized that offense. And then on that last drive of the game, DTR was throwing it all over the yard and look what happened. So I fully expect the Browns to open things up a little bit more for DTR. Uh, and they're going to need to because 13 points is never going to cut it. We all know that that's, you know, a dumb thing to say out loud, but you know, um, yeah, I, I really think this game comes down to DTR putting about 20 plus points on the board. The 
you know, the, the Broncos offense is not going to match that, especially against our defense. So I, I think that's the key right there. The Browns need to score more than 20 points. And I think if they do that, then they're going to win. Otherwise, if they're in another shootout, Russell Wilson uh, has proven that he can win those sorts of close games. So I uh, think the Browns are going to go to eight and three. I hope the Browns are going to go to eight and three. And Seth's prediction of six wins goes even further down the toilet. So, uh, guys, thanks for tuning into the Seth Williams show and the dog pound details. I am John Drake. And as always, go Browns. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Hey, look, some guy named Seth says uh, the Browns still suck. He's allowed to be wrong. Look at that guy. They're a half game out of the number one seed in the playoffs. The one seed. <laughs> Come on. They're, 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 they're a, ha- they're a half game back. Game. Stop. You've already you already owe me a haircut. They're not winning. They're not winning another game. They're gonna win at least. They're gonna win. I. It's it's funny because I don't think they're gonna win this week. I watched the Denver game on was it Monday night or Sunday night, whatever night the Denver game was on, and they scare me a little bit. They just they just look like that team that the Browns might look past and and come in and do and take care of business. But they're gonna win some more games. Come on. No, they're, they're not gonna win. You know what? I mean, look, they're gonna lose in Denver because they're not gonna be able to breathe in the air up there. Well, you said that last week, though, and they didn't. See, you you're, you have no credibility anymore. Six-win guy at seven and three. <laughs> it's not a matter of – they got lucky with with one win. I mean, one, they played a ridiculous Cardinals team that shouldn't, have been, shouldn't even be in the NFL. But they are. The Cardinals tanked that game. But they are. Look, no, nobody was nobody was taking wins back when we were 0-16. Nobody wasn't counting those wins either. A win's a win. No, a win is not a win. A win's a win. They are three. If they go three and how many more games are left? Six? They're what? Seven and three? Seven more games? If they go three and four, they make the playoffs. Look, the bet and my original prediction was based on Deshaun Watson playing for this football team. It's not my fault that they got that he got hurt, and now you know they have a better quarterback. A better that. quarterback. D- did yeah. you watch that game? DTR, not a better quarterback. Come on. So, do you think Joe Flacco is going to play at any point? Yes, absolutely, he's going to play. I-, I think he plays as or not this week, but next week. I think if DTR has another hundred and thirty yard passing game, there he's out of there. And they will move Joe Flacco right in. They just got to give him time to learn the offense. All they need is a game manager. They don't need Flacco to be 350 yards and four touchdowns. They just need him to get 200 yards and not throw picks. That's what they need and not fumble. Happy Thanksgiving, Rick. That's what they need. They 11 and to, 6. They still have a decent running game, so I'm happy about that. The quarterback play is ridiculously bad 11 and 6 i don't see them winning another game this year you are insane it means my prediction would absolutely be correct because it'd be closer than any of yours you're you're insane they're gonna win they're gonna win no less than three more no less than three more they're gonna lose this weekend i think they might lose this weekend my prediction for this football team they don't win another game this year Miles Garrett gets hurt this week. Stop it. And the defense is done for. 
All right, here's the schedule. Broncos could go either way. I, I'll, I'll take that as a loss. The next week, the Jaguars. Or no, that's not the next week. Uh, the next week is the Rams. The Rams blow. They beat the Rams. Is it in L.A.? It's home. At home, I think. Maybe it's in L.A. I don't even know. It, it just lists the games. Doesn't matter where it is. It's it, it, it must be it must be in L.A. because it's a four twenty five. So it's it's L.A. in L.A. and I think Deshaun Watson is getting his surgery done out there. So what? So the players are going to be too wrapped up in what Deshaun is doing. No way. He's going to get them specials on massages, and they're all going to be uh, screwed. It's not going to. No way. They're going to lose the next week. Jaguars. The Jaguars stink. They're as good as the Browns, if not better. They are not as good as the Browns. They have a better quarterback, and they have no, a better running game. They have a better quarterback than who? Than DTR, yes. But they don't. And ETN is a, is a great running back. That being yes. said, against our defense, no chance. They lose. No. The next week is the Bears. Justin Fields is back, and I think they're going to have a great Stop game. Stop it. Justin Fields isn't as good as that guy that they brought in after him. The Bayette or whatever his name is. Look, I've heard a lot of things about the Bears picking up their game and they're going to beat the Browns. They're not. The next I week have, is the Texans. The Browns should beat the Texans. How are they going to beat C.J. Stroud? One, has God on his side, and two, is a better quarterback than anything the Browns have. They're going to send, they're, they're going to send the Texans to prison like, D, like Stroud's dad. Why are you going to make fun of that? That kid is a good kid. Just I'm not saying he's not a good kid. Started a charitable foundation with his mother. Good for him. Also, you know, Good on. for him. He's the enemy yeah, against the Browns. The Browns. He's, he's the, the Browns. enemy against the Browns. He'll beat the Browns. And then the last week is the, the Jets. And the Jets are terrible. Aaron Rodgers will be back. And they will Stop. Beat the Browns. If Aaron Rodgers is back, then Miles Garrett's just going to be clubbing his, his freaking Achilles. After hearing what you just said, all the all the things line up in my favor. Browns don't win another game. You are insane. And your boy, John Drake, Bloom Doggy there, better you need to start watching on Facebook. You need to start watching um USFL or something, because you know nothing about the NFL. <laughs> and John Drake started talking crap about me on Facebook. Good. I, You're earning it. He's not getting paid to sit here and talk crap about me on Facebook. You're earning it. He's not getting paid for anything, but still, <laughs> regardless, they talk shit about me. It's... Hell yes, he is. Good for him. That's the way you stand up. Browns don't win another game this year. You are on drugs. No, not yet. It's not legal yet. They're Soon winning, enough, my friend. Soon they're enough. winning at least three of these six. They're winning. They're they're for sure winning Bears and Jets. I would say they're going to win Jags and Rams as well. Look, I feel confident saying four and two. You cannot sit here and say that they're going to beat the Bears and the Jets. One, both cold weather teams. I'm saying it. Be, the weather could be whatever. It, it could be a, a foot of snow, which changes the game completely. In our favor. No, since when? And It would definitely be in our favor if it was the Jets. Wow. Because if they if they have to run the ball, which they do anyway, and they can't. They wouldn't. We can run the ball. The Jets can't move the ball. We're winning the Jets game. We're winning the Bears game. We're winning the Rams game. 
Natalie must be watching on like some sort of a delay. Because she keeps commenting on stuff and it ends up being like 10 like minutes, 10 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she's watching, but she probably is. So, whatever. You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. I got to watch some of these Bob Fran shows that we keep recording, these TV shows. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I watch them when they're being recorded. Sure. I haven't watched a full episode. I don't even know if my name is in the credits of these things. Well, you got to watch. Damn it. We interviewed, uh, or he interviewed, I don't, I don't know who we is. I booked it, but he uh, interviewed Dean Cain yesterday. Superman. Oh, nice. Superman. Yeah. Dean Cain's best role, though? Yeah. He played the most sadistic murderer on Law & Order SVU ever. It was great. It, it was like the most creepy. He was a total creep doctor, and at the end, he he pulled the plug on his wife. Like they they convinced him to do the humane thing to pull the plug on his wife that was in a coma because he had like pushed her down steps or something crazy. Yeah. So he did. And then at the end, when they said, "Oh, thank you for pulling the plug. You saved her all that pain." He's like, "Hey, I got to pay for this legal bill somehow." And he pulled out like a, a insurance policy on her life. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" Well, if you like Dean Cain, uh, check out uh, the Blue Network on Roku TV, uh, Channel Five Twenty Nine. Uh, strictly speaking, with Bob France, because cool, uh, he's done a lot of really good interviews, and there's some more good ones coming up. So very cool. All right, so I see he is there. He is ready to rock. Our good friend, our roving restaurant reporter. Man about town, Tony Masaccio. Gentlemen, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Hey, Tony. I love the turkey in the background, the driest, most expensive piece of meat that you can eat. That's why you put gravy on it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You ask people, you know, they only eat turkey like once a year, that poor fucking bird. And, uh, <laughs> And other than that, I mean, you have like a turkey sandwich, which I don't even know what's in pressed turkey lunch meat. I don't think anybody does. I don't think the people who produce it know what's in it. It's like a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not something? better the hospital, though, Tony. All I eat for lunch is turkey sandwiches. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're easy. That's the thing. You know what I mean? It's like a ham sandwich. And, you know, that's why America, that's why lunch meat is so popular in America, because it's an easy. Yeah, just think about it on a Sunday night where the parents are making a lunch for the kids. It's an easy way. That's right. So, you know, and that's where the brown bag came in, if you will. That's right. So where so, are you at? So I am at McCarthy's downtown, and that's exactly what it's called. McCarthy's downtown, which is on the west side of the bank. Cross the street from the Harbor Inn. Christie's is right here, a stone's throw away. Yes, it is. A coochie throw away. <laughs> so we know where you're going to be in about 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't think I got enough cash in my pocket. Do they take MasterCard and debit? I is there sure a little, they do. Is yeah, there a, sure. They should have a slot in their body. And of course, you know, the, obviously the cross the river, you used to live and work there at Hooters, Seth. I did, I did, yes. Yeah, those were the best days. 
Oh yeah, they were. But I, yeah. I McCarthy's. I used to love that place too. It used to be. I mean, it still is a great place. But I used to hang out there a lot. Yeah. Remember uh, the show Jackass? Yes. Chris, you remember that, Chris? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Ryan Dunn used to hang out there, and I, I saw him at the end of the bar oh, and wow. said hi. And like a couple weeks later, he died. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool uh, seeing him there. But it was, it's a cool place. I love that. Joke. Who was um, Lorraine Bobbitt's husband? Was it John, John Wayne? John Wayne. John Wayne. So he was here when that whole thing occurred, and he was in the pornos. They had him here live. <laughs> Awesome. With his with his little bent penis. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love podcasts because I can't say this stuff on the air. No, you can't. <laughs> just don't forget where you're at on Saturday mornings. No, exactly. Because sometimes I can slip. You're so true. Oh, that's so funny, Seth. So, anyways, you guys were talking about our infamous Browns, twenty-some quarterbacks. Couple owners. Where the hell are we going? I don't know, man. Super Bowl. I hope so. You know what? We're going to limp into the Super Bowl. I mean, we are in the. We have. Whoever thought we can say playoffs at this time of the year at seven and three? Yeah. It's great. Well, you know, it is going, crazy. I'm going to be going to McCarthy's to drink after they lose every game coming up. So that's yeah. crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And it could happen. I mean, you know, look at you. You have. Uh, how many people, you know, you got three quarterbacks that are literally gone. You have a one of the best um, running backs gone Yeah, on this season. Yeah, and now you have DTR, which God bless the guy. I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, you know, but look how many rookies have come across the NFL that have become superstars. I don't know if this guy could, but again, who knows? You give yeah. him a chance, it might happen. So I was calling him DTR. Don't throw, run. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, guys, I am here again live at McCarthy's. This used to be the old spaghetti warehouse okay. where you got a bowl of spaghetti and a couple of meatballs. It was like $2 and like another $1.25 for a salad in like 1992. That goes way back. Yeah. They still have a couple around the country. I, I was just in Toledo a few months ago in a golf outing, and they had one there, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I used to eat at the one in Solon. They used to have yes. one in Solon that was really yes. good. I love that yep. place. And now it's Burgers to Beers. Right. Which we have done. Yeah, we've done a show there. So so tonight they have a $12. This is really cool. Remember the old bars used to have, like, Specials on steaks to get you in the door. Well, this okay. one is a $12 strip steak. Couple okay. dollars extra. You got onions and you got mushrooms. So $14. You got like a 10 ounce steak strip. That's awesome. It is cool. So they also have pizza specials. I have a chicken sandwich with coleslaw and I have a Caesar salad with steak in front of me. And of course, it's all free. I love this job. <laughs> Now, are they, this being like the busiest bar night of the year, are they so, expecting big clouds downtown or what? Yes, they are. So actually, Seth, that's a great uh, question. Um, suburbs are, are, are more um, prevalent on that, but downtown, some of these bars, you know, on Euclid and Prospect that are just not bars and restaurants, this is going to be a huge night because, again, everyone sleeps in tomorrow night. 
and you're eating turkey and stuffing and absorbing the alcohol by 12 o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. So, yeah, this is one of the busiest bar nights of the year. Here's another crazy statistic. It's also one of the busiest pizza to go and pick up nights because people people are cooking. Their ovens are filled already with food, you know, preparing for tomorrow. So instead of having that turkey slice sandwich that we just talked about at the beginning of this segment, you're ordering a pizza, which is what I did. <laughs> nice. Tony, what's, the, so, what's their drink costs like there? You know what? That's a great question. So anywhere from, <laughs> I love this. You know, they got specials anywhere from $4 to $8. I am having a Long Island iced tea, which I okay. haven't had in years. So a Long Island iced tea has vodka, gin, tequila, rum, triple sec, and DUI. Yeah. Since <laughs> <laughs> you're down there, my wife and I used to go all the time on Sundays over to Shooters. Yes. And they'd have a reggae band playing, and we would sit on the patio just drinking Long Island, man. And it was a, uh, it was a good time until it was time yeah. to go. Yeah, that's that's funny you say that because they are in the hot sun and you're drinking those things like a Kool Aid. Yeah. yeah. And you get in the car and it kicks your ass driving home. I thought I had juice. And like, yeah. Oh my God. You know what? Thank God for Uber. It's interesting. I got it. I had a DUI. It was. This is a great story. I'm 21 years old and I was at Rick's Cafe in Chagrin Falls. So I had a van, one of my dad's work vans. So, of course, the name of the business was on the truck. I pull out of there. No, oh. That's when it was open to like 2 o'clock in the morning. I am going up Chagrin Boulevard, and woo, 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 I'm getting pulled over by the cops. Thinking, oh, shit, I am freaking going to jail. I can barely see through the freaking windshield. <laughs> Cop comes to, the fr- comes to the window, asks for my driver's license. I hand him my driver's license. And he looks at me and says, Tony Masaccio. He says, you have a brother, Mark Masaccio? Are you related to him? I said, yeah, that's my brother. He said, well, guess what? This is your lucky night. I went to high school with your brother. I'm following you home. Nice. He followed me home from Chagrin to Bedford, which is unheard of today because he's getting in trouble, you know, with the quarter, you know, with the uh, cameras on their chest. Sure. So fast forward. 20 years later, my wife is a dental hygienist. She has this cop in her dental chair, sees the name on her chest, Sandy Masasha, a little name tag. Are you related to Mark Masasha? Yeah, that's my brother-in-law. Tells her the story of me getting pulled over 20 years (laughs) earlier. Nice. I got to write a book. I got pulled over twice in one night after being, my wife and I were out drinking at a bar out in Avon Lake going back to Cleveland. And I got pulled over twice on the way home. First cop pulls me over and he goes, are you Seth from the radio? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, just slow down and go home. I was like, okay, good. And I slowed down. We're driving down the road and it wasn't even, it was like one city over. Another cop pulls me over, stops in the middle of the road, turns around and gets me. And he goes, comes to the window, he goes, Seth, I was like, yeah. He was like, didn't the last cop tell you to slow down and go home? I was like, yes. And I went straight the hell home after that. But it was four That's twice funny. on the same road. 
You see the shirt that I have on Channel Three? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I wear this, or I'll have my Fox Eight hat on, just nice. in case. Smart. <laughs> so when I go golfing with Little John, of course he gets pulled over. They let him go. Of course. Sure. It's wonderful. Awesome. So I got to two stories, real quick, guys, and I'll let you go. So I, Little John just called me. He had no bread tomorrow for Thanksgiving. So he so he calls me from. Whole Foods, he's in line. All he had is two loaves of bread. The freaking lines, you know, all the way down the freaking store. So, of course, being little John, they let him all the way up in front and they gave him the loaves of bread. This is Whole Foods. They gave him the bread for no charge. Who does that? Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's fun. So, anyways, guys, you want to save some money on your Christmas gifts this year? Sure. Talk politics at the Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Tony, Tony Masasha reporting live at McCarthy's downtown. I am off this week for the holiday, but you can tune me in next Saturday. I'm going to be at 1899 in Chagrin. Uh, it's, I'm sorry, it's in Shaker Heights. It's a new golf course against their straight screen which is a televised uh, golf course. Awesome. So I'll talk to you guys. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Have a Tony. great Thanksgiving. I'll talk you to you too, Tony. Bye. There goes Tony. He's got a hell of a job, man. Yeah, that's a good gig. Well, it's a man. job if you get paid for it, but we're looking yeah. into that. We actually might have somebody uh, ready to sponsor that segment. Even if not, it's still a good gig. It is. He still gets to eat for nothing. Yeah. Once a week, he gets to eat, like, and they bring him like 14 meals. Yeah, we don't get paid and no food. Yeah, he work? probably he could probably pack everything that they bring up and just eat all week, <laughs> like no grocery bill. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Well, I'm gonna head out of here because okay, uh, I'm going out. We got to drive all the way to Metter. Well, that's that's driving, cool. So thank, thank God for that. Well, well have fun. So you're not doing anything tonight. You're just gonna hang around. I'm just gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch uh, Thanks Killing. I think. I think and that's Santa what I'm gonna do. You're gonna do back to back billing. Santa Jaws and maybe um maybe I'll look for seven headed sharks, see if that's out yet. <laughs> I gotta watch that too. I gotta I wrote down some stuff on my phone, so I Yeah, uh, any of the headed shark series are great. And there's all of them. There's like three headed, four headed, five headed, two headed. Do, do they look stupid? Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> it literally looks like uh like a peacock's uh, tail of of heads. On the front of the shark, it looks ridiculous, but it's oh, funny. Check it's, it out; so. it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, well, have a good night tonight. Have a good uh, Thanksgiving with your mom. Yeah, you too. And everybody, uh, thank you for watching today, and thank you. Uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, God willing, we'll talk to you again on Monday. All right, see you, everyone. See ya.